First intermission here at the Carolina Ice Palace, 2-0. The Colonial Elite leading the Florida Junior Blades. Alvin walks it back along with Matt Mons. Both teams with eight shots, but it's how the, the Colonials made the best of their shots. Uh, the first one going up at uh, 7.44 of this opening period. Dominic Ermey, an absolutely wonderful steal and score right past the red line. He did. The uh, Florida defenseman bobbled the puck a little bit, and he pounced on that loose puck, and he just exploded past him and uh, went five-hole on the goalie. Great shot. Um, great, great way to start the game. And that was off of the too many men uh, by, the, uh, by, the, by the young men. And then later on, Seth Kotler on a really a fluky shot from the left circle. I thought for sure that uh, Zach Humphrey had the glove on it, went right over the glove, three-hole style. We got ourselves a 2-0 lead at the 16-42 mark. Yeah, Kotler came in with some speed wide. Hunter Morgan right away didn't hesitate with the pass. Hit him hard on the fly. He came in wide. Defenseman played it well. He just took the shot on net. Goalie was a little bit off his angle. And uh, he was fortunate enough to uh, beat him glove high. And uh, they're up 2-0. You know, the one thing that the Colonials are going to have to work on in these next 20 minutes is to consistently get that puck out of the zone. Because they're spending way too much time down there. And sooner or later, the Blades are going to get one and snatch it right back Palmer. Absolutely. Palmer made some good saves down low, but really a lot of shots. The one thing the Colonials do well is they collapse um, down low in the slot, so a lot of shots were blocked. But you're right, sooner or later there's going to be a bad bounce or something, and uh, it's going to end up on a Florida stick, and it's going to be in the back of the net. they got to do a better job, uh, tape-to-tape passes. And if they don't have that tape-to-tape pass, put it off the glass, get it out of the zone. Just don't rim it around to the defenseman, and then you're smothered back in again in the zone. Because that's what happened about a half a dozen times. Short timeout, and we'll get back to action here in about maybe a minute or so. The Charleston Colonials 2, the Florida Junior Blades nothing on the elite side of USBHL hockey. It's the Charleston Colonials on Hockey TV and the Colonials Media Network. We're back here on our coverage of Charleston Colonials hockey in the USPHL on the elite side. The Colonial Leafs leading the Florida Junior Blades 2-0. Second period getting ready to rock here at the Carolina Ice Palace. I am Alvin Washington. He is Matt Mons, the general manager here at the Carolina Ice Palace. And before we get to period number two, last night, the pro team in this area, the South Carolina Stingrays, came over for their exhibition. Yeah, and not, not that, but I gotta tell you, packed house, great atmosphere, and they were they were really given a, a taste of what's to come this season. As as the former three-time Kelly Cup champ, looking to possibly go for a fourth. Yeah, it was uh, it was a good atmosphere. There was over 750 people here last night. Uh, the Stingray players they didn't disappoint. Four-two win. Uh, coach Bergen, first-year coach there with the team, he's got to be excited with that. Uh, it was a really fast-paced, fast-paced team. Um, I, I'm excited about the about the team this season. Uh, I think they're gonna, I think they're gonna do well. And by the way, the Carolina Ice Palace, the official practice facility of those same Stingrays. Sure. Yeah. yeah. They, uh, they practice here throughout the season when the uh, Coliseum is concerts or monster truck events, 
and we're, uh, we're glad to have them here. We have a great working relationship with uh, Rob Kincannon and the Stingrays over there. All right, second period is here. We switch goals. The Charleston Colonials going to your right this period in the white, navy, and red. And the Florida Junior Blades, they look like they're trying to get a push there, but nothing happening as they're at the left goal line. They're going to your left this period in the navy, white, and green. A shot from the left point will not go. Slipping at the right side. A big hit there. Yeah, there we go. Now, now we're starting to play some hockey around these parts. A grab from around the back side by 14, Andrew Frost. As the Colonials look to clear the zone, and they will. We've got to see a lot of that now this period. Yeah, I think the first period they got uh, got out of their system. They're a little feeling, feeling each other out, see what they have. And I think this is going to be much more physical uh, here in the second period. Nick Lanza down the line. Will get the loose puck. Going to run the backside, almost at it. He's at the left circle, got knocked away by 13K Cahoon. Cahoon will get stopped. Puck still in the zone, and now gets poked out. And picking it up now for the Blades 18, Dylan Holtberg. Holtberg got it taken away from him. Here come the Colonials, back right. Screaming down the line, this is Holston. And they fight off that, that power play from early last period. Full strength shot at... James Palmer, the goaltender, and do we have ourselves not? I don't know what he's calling here. No, no, no nothing. Just a stoppage. Yeah, just a stoppage. I think I think they knocked the moorings off. Yeah, See, we can't be moving the furniture all the time around here, huh? That's right. Hot biscuit. Threw the puck from the half wall, and I think it caught Palmer off uh, off guard there, and he, he he went down. I don't think he knew where the puck was, and while he uh, covered the puck, he knocked the moorings off. We're back to action as the Blades control in the Colonial Zone. Shot right at the defender, right in his back. Off the left base, the left circle. Blades still looking to do a shot at Palmer. Good blocker save with 18-22 for the period. 2-0 Colonials. Puck around the left side, and the Colonials trying to clear his own. Still can't do it. Goes all the way down to the left goal line. Holtberg has it for Florida. They're working around the right side of shot. Right side, good stop by Palmer again on the would-be try by Hambling. The Colonials counterattack. Trying to get it down line with Irving, who has a goal today, a power play goal. A jump into the blade zone to our right. Short line change for the Colonials. Two minutes going by. Battle for the puck over at the left circle of the Florida zone. They still can't get it moving. Florida finally gets it moving. Some kind of way. Now they're still hemming up over at the left point. They'll finally get out of the zone, but to the stick of Alex Regan. Regan starts the near side push, just flipped it past his brother Chris. Chris and Alex, the New Zealanders on this club. Chris got his first goal as a, in the United States at the Hampton Road Showcase last week, as a matter of fact. He did. Uh, both, both brothers have added a lot uh, different uh, dimension to this team. They're both physical. They're not scared to throw their weight around. And uh, more importantly, they're really good kids. I had a chance to meet them uh, when they first got here and uh, spoke with them a good bit and they're just so excited to be here and uh, you can just tell uh, they're going to bring a lot to this team. Very good kids. Interesting fact I found out about them, they were both born the day before 9-11. Really? September 10, 2001. I was like, wow. The rare thing to find out about these are Colonials. As a matter of fact, meet the Colonials every Monday as we put up a graphic about your favorite Colonial players at charlestoncolonials.com and if you get a chance to ladies and gentlemen join our anchor nation 
Facebook fan page. It's a lot of fun. The parents get into it big time. <laughs> Speaking of which, a special to all of our Billet families that are helping out the teaming uh, out-of-town players. Uh, nice, well-fed, warm, and all that fun stuff. You know, I know it's pretty hot right about now, but it's going to get cold soon. Uh, yeah, you may have to have a long sleeve shirt on. That's about it. It's not too bad. We're, we're fortunate. I, I'm originally from uh, the Ottawa area. Oh, so, look I, at, so I know what winners are. Look at that great play. Regan had a good shot. Yeah, Regan and then, a good hit there. And then Sebastian Hale. Oh, so Hale had it again. Third time. Fourth time. Hold it. Wait, wait, wait. Who did what? Not yet. Man, I mean, a whole gang of scrambling going around that net. Here come the blades back left. Coming deep inside. Not there. Oh, good stop by Palmer. And Palmer hits. Palmer hits across the side. Hey, we got a Donnie Brook. You got to be careful here. There, no, nobody's hurt. There's no need. I mean, you obviously protect your goalie, but uh, I hope they don't come out of this with uh, on the kill here. Well, I tell you, James Palmer, everybody, their grandma coming at him. He makes the same. Yeah, he's, a big, he's a big kid. He held his ground there. He did. He did a good job. He knew that puck wasn't going to be elevated. It was coming in hot, low, and he did a good job of taking the bottom half of the net away. He did a good job. Palmer stands six-two. 175 out of High River, Alberta, Canada. Yeah, he definitely adds some uh, much-needed stability here for this team. Both teams won win on the season. Florida one point better with two overtime losses. We should be ready to go as our officials in charge keep everything on the up and up. A three official system. Certified by the United States Premier Hockey League. At the right circle, the plays control. We're working around toward the left circle. Four minutes go by in the period as the puck goes wide on that shot attempt. Back to the right point, go to Blaze. We're trying to keep it in the zone momentarily, battle for the puck. Holtberg had it momentarily. Puck's at the right goal line. Romita trying to get it out. Battle for the puck now at the right circle. Xavier Legos had it for a moment. And it looks like they will get out of the zone deep to the blue line. Here comes Romita. Nope, that is actually Smojic. Smojic looking for a one-time. to work it around the backside. To the right point is Holston. Holston shoots. Backside almost goes there for Ty Crane, the right winger. Crane just had to elevate that, but he, I think he was in close. He just uh, threw it low and goalie took it away with the pad. 15-16 for the period. 2-0 Colonials. Puck battle at the just above, and now it squibs out of the zone. Colonial's looking to snatch it up. Romita has it for a moment, goes all the way back to Holston. Holston will will control as we've got five minutes going by in the period. Dump into the zone that time by Smojis. Here come the Blades back left with the puck now number 33. Blake Maynard, Maynard cross ice. A shot, good blocker save on the would-be try by Xavier Legroom. 1440. Back right come the Colonials. A stop at the bread line. Trying to get it back is Xavier Legro. He does. Here come the Blades. Pelletier. Deep to the left circle. Misses it way over the right portion of the crossbar. Puck out of the zone once again. Recontrolling it. EJ Hallback. Hallback. Deep left side now for Matt Legro. Palmer. Hands it off. Here comes here comes Romita and the Colonials, and they won't do so at the right circle. Still in the zone. Ramita trying to get it out. Everybody and their grandma trying to get it out. 
Just kind of dump it a little bit. There you go. Well, Romita had it for a moment and almost went right back into Palmer's club. Yes, smart, smart play by Palmer. Uh, obviously, in that shift there, Florida had them hemmed in the zone. They couldn't get it out. Defense would make a pass up the half wall of the winger. But they had uh, forward on them right away. Even the D-men are pinching in. Um, a lot of pressure. On a play like that, you don't have anything. Just get it off the glass and get it into the zone. This portion of Colonial Hockey on Hockey TV brought to you by your Metro Charleston Duncan, the Colonial and Metro Charleston run on Duncan. Back to action as the Blaze still keeping his own backhand. Almost goes. Bucks flew to the right-hand side. Paletti keeps it in the zone at the left point. That hits the top of one of the beams. That's that right there is a good example of how important winning a face-off is. You don't want to be chasing around, especially, you know, giving that up in your own zone. And right over the D took a shot, and they were very fortunate that uh, it was blocked once again, and it actually didn't get through for a shot on goal. they got to bear down here on these face-offs. 13.45 for period number two. 2-0 Colonials as the blade control. Shot that time by the left point from Hallbeck. The great save again by Palmer. Colonial still trying to clear. Blades all over it. Now clearing it out. Short 71 with Chris Regan. Blades shoot it right off the referee. A 4-2 in his bounce. Colonial's trying to get it, get it pushed out of the zone. Hale will come up with it. He'll flip it back now for Regan. That being Alex Regan. Alex Regan can't get it out of the zone. Quickly coming up left is Cahoon. Cahoon dumps it over to the right side for Andrew Frost. Frost at the right circle. Frost slides past one. Can't get it past a couple of other guys. He'll come back to the point nearly. Slide for the puck. Oh, almost a breakaway try by Chris Regan. Still out of the zone. They'll dump it back in at 12.46. Palmer comes up with it, starts to push. Up the near side, long feed, takes the take. The smoke is, oh, he missed it, but there is no ice because he touched it past the red line. Trying to get the puck over at the right circle. Whole lot of stumbling going on. And uh, the Colonials will control. Near side is Morgan. Morgan dumped it into the zone past Moses. The Blades pick it up thanks to Hoagland. Hoagland at the left circle. Take it away. Smojic. Looking for somebody. Middle shot, Morgan. Rebound. Almost goes. Back come the Blades. Quickly coming left. Somebody, oh, good bump. That time by Regan. But LaGrosse still moving. Puck still in the, in the Colonial zone. The Colonial's trying to clear. On the move the groove to second base, I believe it's a Smogis. Look, that is, that's Crane. Crane gets out of the zone, long pass. They're trying to find Smogis on the near side. Smogis will pick it up right behind Humphrey. Looks like he got tripped there, no call. Coming back left is, is Samuel Legros. He comes to the near side for Holtberg. 11.35 for period number two, 2-0 two Colonial. Puck into the blade zone at the left point. It is Xavier Legros that picks it up. He tries to come near side with it and starts to push back left for the Navy in green. Xavier Legros coming into traffic. Gets bumped that time by Jack Martin. Romita will pick it up for the Colonials. Goes far side for Ermey. Dominic Ermey with a power play goal tonight. 11-10 for the period. Colonials still in, his, in their own zone at the right goal line. Trying to get it out. There's a lot of Blaze players coming up against the boards. 
They come to the near side trying to make the push. Battle at the left circle. Trying to bring it up ice. Battle for the puck still at that left point, and it is out of the zone. Dumped back in that time by Pelletier. Short line change both sides. 10.40 to play for the period. Around the referee's feet, long feed down line, Martin. And Kotler trying to keep it in, won't do so. I believe Kotler was uh, ever in Blade last year, too, in the Elite program, if I'm correct. Absolutely. So he, he came, made the trip up by 95 and said, hey, I want to try out with you guys. That's right. Almost halfway home here in period number two. As the battle in the Blade zone to our right at the right goal line. Puck flies around that negative whisk, trying to get it to the circle. And here come the Blades back left. This is a Dario. It's Corey Dario. He dumps it in. Coming in hard on Ramita. Ramita hemmed upside the boards. Battle at the left goal line. 9.55 for period number two. Colonials two. Blades nothing. In the elite side of USPHL hockey, the premieres roll at 7.45 tonight. That was a good play by Jack Martin. Shot from Holston at the left point. Not there. Here come the Blades. Colonials look to counterattack. Big one up the middle. It's Robertson. Robertson to the left point. Now the left circle. Backhands it in. Not quite yet. It was around the back side. Oh, right there. Once, twice, three times. Oh, good rebound test the fourth time. Four good chances that time by the Colonials. And Humphrey right there to stop all of them. Now Holston trying to work it from the left point. We'll get it down line four. Jake Thompson. Robertson trying to make a play on it. Robertson gets it back to Thompson at the left circle. In the middle is Robertson. He shoots. Stop. Humphrey rebound. Once, twice, three times, four times. Not happening. Zach Humphrey right there to stop all of that. Nice, nice puck possession. They started off in the corner, came up half wall. Thompson saw his uh, teammate in the slot, took the shot. The juicy rebound was there, but we weren't able to get the puck over the uh, extended pad on that one. Unfortunate, but it was nice to see the pressure in the zone there. This portion of Colonial's hockey. On Hockey TV brought to you by Patty Anderson Photography, the official photographers of your Charleston Colonials. We've got a great Facebook presence too. Anchor Nation is the fan page. And of course the official theme page on Facebook is Charleston Colonials. You can see Patty's work on that particular page. Does some outstanding work on the photography. We're back to action deep in the blade zone. With the Colonials up 2-0 on the, on the Blades in elite action. 8.35 to play. Puck way back over by the left point. Romita on the slow push for the left slot. Humphrey again with a stop. He's got to uh, get some pressure, get, get some, uh, some bodies in front of that goalie. I mean, any goalie at this level right now is going to stop that puck. 8.29 for period number two. Check out some scores from across the elite action a little bit later. Right now, Ramina misplaced that one. Immediately on the puck, this is Andrew Frost. Frost pushes somebody out the way. And a great stop. Absolutely great stop by Bradley Parrish. That's what you call protecting your goaltender. That was called desperation mode. Uh, Bradley put her in high gear and he got his tail back there. 
and uh, he was able to stop the, uh, the Florida Blades player from getting a, a good opportunity. But once again, boy, they are sure driving hard to the net. Palmer got pushed in on there again. Line changes on both sides. Also playing this evening. Looks like the Springfield fix to the Boston Junior Bruins. Yeah, we'll get all of that in just a little bit. Back to play over here. 8.04 to period number two. 2-0. Colonials leading the Blades in elite USPHL action. Off the faceoff, Crane wins it. On his knees was Regan. Chris Regan. Puck goes over to the left circle. The Blades looking to clear and do. But it's Alex Regan looking to bring it back. He dumps it into the zone. Puck down by the right circle. Crane had it for a moment. Crane, deep in. Crane, back in. Once, twice. No. Robertson in the middle. Oh, right over the crossbar. Oh, baby. I believe that hit the goalie right in the melon. Man. That in the clown's mouth. Smojit. Coming back. Ring it. That's a point. Shoot. Not there. Wide left, as a matter of fact. Over by the left circle. Battle for the puck there. Crane posted right down by the left goal line. 7-18 for the period, 2-0 Colonials. They're working at the left point. Coming up the middle, hits the shot middle. Humphrey, free by Oh my gosh! Hunter Morgan had a good try at and just couldn't get over the pass. Crane dumped it back, not a good try there. Immediately back out of the zone is a Dario. And a line change for the Junior Blades. Morgan will start the counterattack for the Colonials in the white back right. Morgan streaking down the line on the far side. Goes in. Can't hold it onto it. Backside. Smooth just almost had him with Christmas gift. Ermey on the near side. About to, we'll give it to Reagan. Smooth just can't get it. Now, Morgan. Somebody's swing broke. A lot of wood on the ice now. Yeah, one of the Florida defenders broke his stick. Battle at the right at the right goal line. Sooner or later, Hunter Morgan works the middle spot like I haven't seen anybody work the middle spot. Finally gets the biscuit in the basket. Yep, he uh, he's definitely trying to be a difference maker uh, here in the second period. He uh, got himself well. He started the whole play by gaining the zone on a rush, and uh, they were able to apply the pressure, keep control of the puck. And then eventually came off the half wall. Great luck to Hunter Morgan. And, I, I, stand, I stand corrected. That's not Morgan. Remember, Morgan's 27. That's 42. That's the assistant captain, Alex Regan. You sure that wasn't Hunter Morgan with the I, one timer? I, I, I saw the A on the shirt. That's Alex Regan. Uh, Hunter Morgan's got an A on the jersey also. Oh, that, that is true. That's a, that's a right, right-handed shot. And uh, if I'm a betting man, it's Morgan. I've been coaching him for about 10 years, and uh, I look like him firing that bullet. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see who's got this. If not, you owe me a drink. <laughs> Let's, we'll find out a little bit. But nonetheless, it is a 3-0 lead and a, a digital video of Charleston power play on top of that. That little undiscipline on Florida's part after that goal. Apparently, they, did, they didn't count the goal for some reason. They didn't count the goal. They, they, they made it a power play. Scored by number Oh, they do score it. They do. Assisted on the play by number 16, Ty Crane. 
Well, Alvin, guess what, buddy? Yep. You, owe, you owe me one. Yep, I'm Morgan from Ty Train, two Somerville boys. Well, down to the penalty box we go. Hunter Morgan from Ty Crane at 13:42, three nothing Colonials, and a power play on top of that. And a power play. They get one here. This could really uh, put an end to this one fast. Bigger Blaze trying to clear the zone on the left side. This is Holston. Stopping it at the point is Regan. Chris Regan takes it down to the goal line. Olsen now around the middle slot. Olsen's got it poked out of the zone. You know, that's what I noticed now. Florida's lucky they got away with one right there. Olsen made a nice cutback walk in the line, and he got hooked up right there. They could easily call the penalty on Florida. Easily. They haven't put the third goal on the board for some strange reason. We know it's 3 nothing because of the absolutely wonderful... Oh, they just heard you, Alvin. There you go. 3 Hey! See? I, I, my voice is louder than we heard these parts. Reading your lips over here. <laughs> 23 on the one-man advantage for the Colonials as the line change will happen for the White Navy and Red. Four and a half to play. Hunter Morgan right now with two points with that goal. Yeah, no, he's having a solid game. And, and I expect that of him. Like I said, I've coached him for a long time. He's a good player. As long as he keeps it simple, he's an effective player. Ermey down by the right goal line of the Florida zone. As we go back full straight, speaking of Morgan, he slides the puck around the middle slot, works his left, shoots. Rebound back. Almost! Good try that time by the captain, Jack Martin. We're working around toward the left circle. Morgan's still trying to keep it in, battling with a couple of foot of play. Wait a minute. Oh, That's some serious cross-stacking back over there. It was. Referee standing right there. I mean, Luke Cobley had a whole gang of cross-stacking going on. 3.49 for the period. 3 nothing Colonials. This by far their biggest lead of the year. Uh, absolutely, Alvin. 3 nothing. yet. They've never had a lead like this. Puck poked up in the air. Scribbles out of the zone. Pooped up at the red line by Matt LaGrosse. LaGrosse pokes over to the left point. But the Colonials, can they clear it? Yes, they... Nope, not yet. Martin will now clear the zone. So down to the stick of the Blades. 19. Halleck gets it out. We'll slip it now to... Number 10, Adario. Adario shoots right at Palmer with a great glove save at 310 to go for the period. Yeah, that was a good save. He was up top of his crease. No rebounds, held it in there. Now hopefully, uh, hopefully the Colonials can win a draw here. You definitely want to win the draw here and get it out of the zone quickly. Definitely a difference maker in this period. I think the Colonials have just been more aggressive, getting two men on the puck, and uh, they, they, they've taken over this second period. Not only that, I think finally being on home ice after being away for a month has given them a little bit more of a push, too. Yeah, first eight games are on the road. Uh, yeah, it's nice to always come back and sleep in your own bed. Puck swimming out of the zone. The Blades will come up to it by the left point. Hallett gets it back into the zone, but quickly swarmed by the Colonials. They look to get it out and do. Lanza down the line. Lanza going deep, hard in. Back it out. Moving all kind of furniture. Now we got a little bit of extra curriculum. Looks like that net came off right away when uh, Lanza got pushed into the goaltender. 239 for period number two. I, I like that play on Lanza, though. He really had nothing. He uh, cut back in hard, made a strong play. 
tried to make something out of nothing. I, I, I like that play right there. Or at the very worst, you you keep you keep it in the, the offensive zone at the circle. Yeah. At the very worst on that. No, absolutely. Florida Blades zone left circle now. The Colonials control. They'll put it to the left point. Down the line they go. Was looking for Lanza. Coming up to the near side. Robertson was trying to get to it. A battle around the right goal line at 2:25. A period number two. Colonials cannot keep it in the zone. Here comes a hard charge by Andrew Frost. Right side, right on his case is Bradley Parrish again. But Bradley Parrish has got a got a blazer line right on Mr. Frost. Still battling around the, the right side of the zone to our left, the Colonial side. Here come the White Navy and Red. On the push now, the near side almost. A battle around the referee's creep. And they'll get it now to Jake Thompson. Thompson pokes it in. Thompson off the board to the right goal line. A minute 44 to play. Colonials three. Blades nothing. Holson at the right point. Shoots right into the glove of Humphrey. He's like, huh? Yeah. I got that? He actually, oh! actually had to look behind him there. Holson just made a simple, smart play. He saw that he had people going to the net, and he just fired it on net, didn't hit any uh, bodies or anything like that. Smart play, especially with under two minutes. You don't want that thing, that puck hitting a Florida player and then giving them a, you know, an opportunity to put one on the board here. 135 for period number two. This portion of Colonials Hockey is brought to you by Patty Anderson Photography, the official photographers of the Charleston Colonials. Off the off the face off the blades, looking to keep it moving. Regan trying to poke it back the other way. That's Alex Regan, by the way, at number 42. Smoke just dumps it in. Crane hard, starting hard. Crane battling at the right boards with a whole gang of folks trying to get some help from Eli Wyland. 110 to play. Regan from the left point goes wide right of Humphrey. A minute five. Now, Ramita at the right circle, dumps it down line. He's at the digital video of Charleston's final minute for period number two. Ramita at the right point, shoots. Almost a redirect that time by Wyland. Comes back over to the left circle. Blaze can't clear the zone. Crane's got it now at the, right, at the left goal line. Trying to come across the line, across the, across the, the ice, can't do it just yet. Battle for the puck at the left goal line, 39 seconds. Crane again brings it back out. We're trying to find a couple of teammates. Blades looking to push, not there. Stop there. Oh, Ramita can't hold on to it. Half minute to play. Ramita all the way back into defense. We'll now give it to Regan. Alex Regan looking to start the push. 22 ticks. Ramita on the run. Ramita back right. Long pass was trying to find Crane. Crane will dump it back to Regan. 13 ticks. Now Regan coming up the middle. Regan sliding by. One, two, three. Gets past. He shoots. What a stop by Humphrey. Because Alex Regan was guarded hard. It was. It all started. It was all about puck possession right there for the Colonials. Uh, Crane had it. Could have dumped it in. Saw Regan back in his own zone. They went D to D. Regan saw an opening up the middle, and away he went. Shot out of the cannon. Uh, only made a nice save there. Say a nice work that time by the Kiwi. I haven't seen moves like that on an offensive player probably since Ray Moore. <laughs> you know, and you know how far that back I go with that. You're, you're going back. 4.8. 
And now we're, I think we're missing a player here. There we go. Got to have five players on the ice now. Come on, let's go. It looks like the referee uh, is over talking to the Florida coach. Uh, Florida coach isn't happy about something. I don't know what it could be, but obviously having a discussion with him. Yeah, him and Alliansman. I mean, it's, it's, it's a market. Tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Eastern time, these same two teams will go back at it. All right, we're just about set to go here. Off the faceoff with 4.8, down to two, down to one, triple zero is here. Put another biscuit in the basket. Hunter Morgan this time, picking up his first goal of the night here at home, and his second point. We've got a three nothing Colonial lead on the Blazer on the elite side. Oh, I'm sure Hunter Bishop's gonna be ecstatic about this going into the third period. Um, yeah, that's been the first time this season that the boys have been up like this, so uh, I'm sure everybody's going to be happy about this. Yeah, but still got 20 minutes to play. Still got 20 minutes. they got to come out here. they got to get some get some fluid in them, maybe a little couple cliff bars or something like that, and uh, keep the energy levels up and uh, make sure they got the task at hand and come out here strong for the third period. We'll take a break. The Zamboni Parade is getting ready to come out. Third period action will be here in Justice Coast. The Charleston Colonials 3, the Florida Junior Blades nothing in elite PUSPHL action. Along with Matt Mons, I'm Alvin Washington, and you're watching Charleston Colonials Hockey on Hockey TV and the Colonial Media Network. This copyrighted broadcast of Hockey TV, the United States Premier Hockey League, and the Charleston Colonials may not be reproduced for any reason without express written consent. He's Matt Mons, I'm Alvin Washington, and we're back here at the Carolina Ice Palace in North Charleston, South Carolina, as the hometown Charleston Colonials elite team leads the Florida Junior Blades 3-0 as we head toward the third period. Let's take a look at some action from across the elite on this evening. The Springfield picks of Massachusetts right now leading the Junior Bruins late first 2-0. The Richmond Generals leading the Potomac Patriots in the Southeast Division. That 1-0, that's early second period. Just underway uh, over in Wake Forest, North Carolina. Our sister's uh, franchise, the Carolina Junior Hurricanes, locked in a battle with the defending uh, two-time premier champs, although this is their elite team that they're playing. The Hampton Bros. Whalers 0-0 early going. As we look back here to what we have right now, a very solid second period effort by the Colonials, despite the fact they did have a few more of those lapses in the defensive zone, but they were able to clean those up a lot better. They were. It was much better. Um, but still, um, if you don't have that tape-to-tape -tape pass, like I'm saying, get it hard off the glass. Just get it out of the zone. I hate to see that when you just rim it around, goes back to their D-man, and then you're, you're stuffed again, and you're having to start all over. Um, they did minimize it. It was much better in the second. There was more ozone time in this period. Um, I felt uh, the four check. They were, they, they were on the defenseman of the, of the blades. They were finishing their checks. They were able to establish the cycle. 
And uh, the biggest thing right now is um, everything, they're, they're getting the shots and the rebounds are there, but they're not able to get that puck elevated over the pad of Humphreys. He's doing a good job of taking, taking the bottom half of that net, net away. So I, I like what they're doing. Get the puck through. But uh, Coach Bishop's got to let them know that you got to get that puck elevated, get it over him. That's the only way you're going to get those one and two hole hits. And right now, that second period was all Charleston, a outside Florida, 20 to 8. I have to say, a lot of that had to have been a lot of those rebound opportunities that we had in the period. Oh, yeah, there was, there was sometimes three and four chances where it was just laying there. And the one thing I think Charleston does a good job in their own zone, they collapse, and a lot of shots have been blocked and never got through to Palmer. Whereas Florida, they, uh, they, they, they spread it out a little bit more so shots are getting through and they're uh, allowing the forwards to penetrate that, that front slot and they're, they're getting those secondary and third, third opportunities. So Humphreys right now, it could be a lot worse than 3-0. It is indeed true. Uh, just got some breaking news from USCHL Central. Our next game here on the broadcast, which will be the premier level game, here in the USPHL between these same Colonials and the Blades has just been named the USPHL Premier Free Game of the Week. Tell your friends right now. Sign up at HockeyTV.com. You do not want to miss this battle for first place in the Florida Division. No, Absolutely free. Perfect. Yeah, we're, we're excited for this next game. Uh, should be a fast action, fast-paced game, and... Uh, no, let's get through this first, the third period here, and hopefully the Colonials can uh, maintain this lead or add to it, and uh, let's, see what, let's see what we got. You know, the wild thing about this, both teams in this matchup came in with negative 26 goal differentials on the year. You don't see that often. No, not 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 that early in the season, but it doesn't take uh, it doesn't take much to to get the, those negative uh, stats when you know you throw in a 9-1, 10-1 game. Those games that you just off that night and nothing goes right. But uh, I'm sure just from watching these two teams, they're obviously they're, they're more competitive and they're better than what what that stat shows. All right, our original goals are back at it again. The Colonials going to the left, and the White Navy and red. The Florida Junior Blades. <laughs> Counter-attacking to the right in the navy, white, and green. Both starting goaltenders still there. That being, of course, James Palmer for the Colonials and Zach Humphrey, who had to save 20 of 21 last period for the Blades. Blades in their own zone on the left, trying to clear it and will do so. Sebastian Hale trying to start another push back into his own battle around the middle of the ice. It's in the Colonial Zone. Wait a minute, what happened? Hold it. Do we have incidentals? Or do we have one too many men? I think, yep, one too many men again. That's, that's what happened in the first period. Well, that's right. That's, this is the second time tonight that the, that the Blades have been out of sync on substitutions. Yeah, nothing worse than a coach when that happens. Obviously, the guys that are up next, the coach is letting them know who's up. You got to be ready. You got to be able to take the guy that you're responsible for to take off that ice. So, nothing worse for a coach. That that just aggravates the heck out of you. The first one resulted in a power play goal for Dominic Ermey. As we come to yet another digital video of Charleston power play, 
All right, Joe Hockey, let's see where your, your good luck charm again. See if we got the Joe Hockey power play. 3-0, the Colonials lead the Blades on the one-too-many-men play. We'll mark that at one, uh, 109 of period number three. Here comes the push by Brody Smojis. Puck puck back around the, around the red line. The near side, here comes Morgan. Morgan with a goal and assist this evening. He'll come to the left point. Slide it down. Backhand side for Ermey. Now here is Romita at the left point. Coming to the right point now. This is hard. A shot by Romita. Missed it wide left. I don't even think the goalie saw that. He was just in good position and it hit his pad. So that's great. Better to be lucky than good. You got that right. Martin battling at the right circle with a couple of folks. Puck stuck at the right circle. They're trying to get it out going. Romita will pick it up now. Give it to Morgan. Morgan in the middle. Slot shoot. Oh, just over the crossbar. That was on. It was in, uh, Alvin. They'll recontrol at the left point. Cross ice. Romita off the off the boards. We'll get it now to Martin. Well, they slid well past Martin. And Florida looking to clear. They will do. Well, nope, not quite yet. Morgan keeps it in at the left point with 40 on the one man. Now it slides out of the zone. Romita will pick it up. Line change on the Florida side. Romita starts the twist. Romita to the right point of the Florida zone left. Romita deep down, trying to split a couple of defenders, can't do so. Need some support down there. He's a one on three and we're on a power play. Got to get guys in there and helping them out. We should be the, the uh, extra advantage right there. And then. Good score! Just what I said, right? And three guys on the puck. Jake the Snake Thompson was yet another digital visual of Charleston power play in the bucket. Successful. Four nothing Colonial. That's what we've been looking for all season. Yeah, no, that was nice. Jake Thompson got his feet moving there, and uh, he's he's a big body to move. When he goes to that net, uh, big body like that, and he he does have a scoring touch. So that was uh, that's a big goal right there. He went four nothing. Well, Mark that at two fifty three, of period number three, and with that, how about this for a for a nice mark? The Colonials are two for three on the power play tonight. Yeah, no, that's just, whoa. Almost a, a, a good hit over the outside. But yeah, two two for three on the power play. I take that every day in the week and plays on Sunday. Absolutely. I'm sure Coach Bishop, they were probably working on that all week because that's, uh, it hasn't been good for them uh, for the first eight games. So it's nice to see that. Oh, they actually give the goal to Chris Regan. So Thompson actually will get the assist. Chris Regan will get his second goal of the year. I would, I would, I would venture to say that was a redirect. Must have been. But, but nonetheless, once it goes past the goal line, I don't care who puts it in. It's a goal. It's a goal. They'll take it. That one almost a goal. There, good high blocker save. And like I said earlier, right, right before that, they were lucky to keep the puck in the zone because they, they, Florida had them three on one. But they were lucky, they kept control of the puck and went to the other corner, and then they immediately got three men on the puck, and they were able to come in right with the presence of that net, and it was either a redirect or a tip-in or what have you, but Jake Thompson made a strong, strong push to the net. By the way, this matches the most goals that they've scored in a game this year with four. Really? I didn't, it was, not, I didn't it, know they, they lost an overtime game at the Southeast Showcase with those four goals. So this is by far their best output to date. 
Hopefully it's in a winning capacity than a losing capacity. Up, as a matter of fact, up until tonight on the power play, the Colonials were five for thirty-three. They're two for four, they're two for three tonight. That's a big improvement. Big improvement, yes. Like I said, they must have been working on it all week because I've, I've watched every game and uh, they definitely look a lot more fluent. Uh, what's going on here? Battle for the puck in the Colonial zone to our right. Deep by the left goal line. A whole gang of folks trying to get the puck out of there. Robertson and Martin trying to make their case to push that puck a little bit further down the line. Still battling over at the left goal line. They'll poke it to the right goal line in the Colonial zone. The Colonial's up 4 nothing as we've got five minutes gone by in a period. And a whole bunch of, bunch of banging going on in the board at the right goal line. Blaze trying to work it around the back side. Robertson comes up to it, gets it out of the zone. No icing either. Line change, Colonials. Here come the Blaze, screaming back right. Coming down line is E.J. Howell. Howell got to take it away. This is Chris Regan. Regan deep in. Get around to the left point. Now, working across ice. Hunter Morgan loses it out of the zone. Restarts Alex Regan. Pissed it down for his brother Chris. Chris with two goals on the year, including one tonight just now on the redirect of the great pass by Jake Thompson. 14-13 for the game. Chris Regan can't get, barely gets it down the line. Puck back into the late zone. They'll get it out and start the push. Deep into the colonial zone. They'll poke it back out. Thanks to Hunter Morgan. Offside potentially, and they'll get it back out. Hunter Morgan, the move with to shake the bank at the left point. Chris Regan trying to clean up the mess at the left circle. 13-49 for the game. Alex Regan cannot keep it in the zone, but he'll work it back around to the far side. Regan got to take it away for a momentarily. The Regan brothers now jump it into the zone at 13-35. A lot of the plays in the neutral zone. It's awful sloppy right now. I think what the Colonials need to do, they get a four-goal lead. They get possession of the puck, gain the, gain the red line, and just chip it in, get a deep. Two men on the puck. Make, make, make the... the uh, Florida team, keep them working their own zone, keep wearing the demon out. Or, or at the very least, the, the dump from in front of the red line will give, will take some time off the clock. Absolutely, yep, that too. Hale on the push. Hale, right at Humphrey. He'll close it in at 13.06 of the third period. The Colonials up 4 nothing. They have two power play goals this evening. And every power play, successful or not, brought to you to by digital video of Charleston. Joe Hockey and digital video of Charleston, the official technology provider of the Charleston Colonials. We're back to play. The Blades have it. Blades working around the back. On the push now, this is 18. Dylan Holper. Holper trying to get it into the zone. They got pushed back. Wait a minute. We got it offside. Obviously, 4 nothing lead here. Florida's got to make a push. They've got to get some offense going. And Colonial's uh, just got to make sure they have that third guy high, third guy presence with the back check, and it's going to allow the D-men of the Colonials to, to play that blue line right away with that third man with the back check. Off the left side, neutral zone face-off. Romita gets it from the Colonials going to your left. And the white shot right at Humphrey. He'll keep it in play. Bringing it back right, Dylan Oldberg of the Blades. 
And a battle for it at the right goal line in the blade zone to our left. A couple of Colonials trying to make a play on it. Pushing it down line now is Xavier Legros. Shot by the Colonials from the right point, thanks to Ramita. Puts it back at the goal line. The Blades look to start to push. Martin trying to keep it in at the zone, and they won't. However, Parrish will get it to Ramita. Back to Ermi, who dumps it in, and that's exactly what we were talking about. Get the puck, get it past the blue line, dump it, get your line changed, reload. Now, they got the puck deep there, and Brody Smogis was on his horse. He got in there in the corner, and he, he uh, you know, put the defender on his keister there. So that, that's what you want to see. Just keep putting pressure on him. And Romina trying to push his way in. Oh, can't quite make the shot attempt at it. Blades trying to clear the zone. Not quite yet. But keep it in over at the left circle with 11.43. Blades on the counterattack. Coming up on the near side momentarily. Line change. Loose puck. Who's got it in neutral ice? It is who? That's a really loose puck there. Finally, the Colonials control, but that was a really loose puck there. At the right point, the Colonials get back into the zone. Trying to drink around. Backhand shot. Oh! Hi, Clay! What a beautiful backhander! Right upper 90. Yeah, no, that was a nice play. Kind of a broken play in the neutral zone. They finally they got it in deep. They got puck possession, came over to Ty Crane on his backhand, and he actually he came across the grain on that. Uh, goalie was coming across his blocker side, and Ty came over and got him over that glove hand. Really nice goal. I don't know what Hunter Bishop told him on the ride back from Virginia, but it must be working. Five nothing Colonial. Wow. And great, great way to open up the season on, uh, on home ice, that's for sure. And that's still with the premier game coming up. And now a battle for the puck. A good stop that time by Hunter Morgan on the would-be rush by Mathis LaGrosse. Eli Wheeler will get credit for the assist on that one. 11-15 is uh, make, make the marking 8:45 officially on that goal. But uh, but uh, that that backhand by Ty Crane looked real beautiful. Yeah, no, it was nice. Like I said, coming across the green with it, the goalie uh, was going with him, and he came back and went uh, on the other side of the net with it. It was nice. Shot at the left point. Another block shot. Starting to see a little bit more of the defenders laying their bodies out there too. Stop a lot of those things from, from getting to James Palmer. Now, 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 mind you, James Palmer has made some good saves tonight. Nope, the, the, the big saves that he had to make, make he, he's made them. But uh, overall, as a goaltender, you'll, you'll take a night like that anytime when you've got uh, the guys in front of you sacrificing and putting their bodies in front of that puck. He's really had to make, uh, on the most part, just routine average saves. He's a good goalie, and uh, it's making it easy for him tonight. Oh, you know what's even really easy? Oh, okay. I think somebody ran the clock a little bit too quick there. Five nothing is the score. I do not believe we have are at mercy rule yet. <laughs> at least no, I don't, no, I don't no think no mercy that. rule in junior hockey. That's what I, I was trying to figure out there for a moment. Well, you got somewhere to go? Not me. Hey, I'm loving it. <laughs> not 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 a timekeeper. That's another story. Five nothing Colonials would arguably their best performance yet. 
in their young franchise's history. I called the game when they beat the the, the Rockets up at the um, yeah, Hampton in, Road in Showcase. Yeah. And the premier team was out uh, cheering them on. It was a wild scene when the clock hit triple zero. Yeah, obviously that just showed it's a close group, guys, uh, on both teams right here. Um, supporting each other. That was really nice to see. That shot hits the back of the net by Andrew Frost. They're trying to work it off on the near side. Frost trying to do it again. A third time. Good blocker save by, by Palmer. And now Smoke just trying to, trying to get Frost out of that crease. Did a great job there. Oh, here we go. Long feed down Three line. 3 on 1. 3-1. Got to get that pass off. Looking. I uh, hit the back of somebody. Sebastian Hale trying to keep it in the zone. Hot potato. Left point. Shot goes off the way. Now the near side. Here's Alex Regan. Regan will try to get it back into the zone and does. Up to down line. Short change. Following tonight's contest, the premier, Josh Colonials will take off. 8.25 to play for this game. Colonials 5, Blades nothing. This is the elite side. The premier side comes up about 7.45 this evening. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't done so, tell your friends to sign up for HockeyTV.com. It, it is the premier free game of the week. And it's right here in the Florida Division, a Florida Division number one showdown between the Charleston Colonials and the Florida Junior Blades. That should be fun. Should be a good game. Looking forward to that one. Some of the names you want to listen out for on the premier side. How about Nicholas K at center? Your son, Blake Mines. We understand we'll get the call between the fights. He's getting the call. That's pretty exciting, especially for the home opener. I've been proud of my son. Uh, He's a 17-year-old making the premier team. It'll be a good test for him, obviously, with, at that level of play. So oh, looking forward to it. Of course, the maximum age is 21 years old. So a lot of these players could be here literally five years. Yeah. That's, that's, that's almost an NHL lifetime for some. <laughs> But, it, but it's absolutely great hockey at this level, um, especially at the junior ranks. You get the you get the travel, you get the, the, the almost the pro experience when you think about it. It is the camaraderie. You, you know, you, that's your your brothers for the season. Um, I, I was fortunate enough. I, I was growing up in Canada. I played five years of junior A hockey, and uh, it was the uh, the best time of my life. And uh, I, I mean, I still have in in contact with old teammates from you know years ago and. Uh, just a great time, just a great experience for the, for, the, for the boys. As the Colonials continue their push, Romita has the, the puck with 6.35 to play. Shot from the left side, good one by Brody Smogis, right at Humphrey, 6.32 to play. When that unfortunate incident happened in Saskatchewan about a season or two ago, with all those players and personnel unfortunately perishing in that accident, you just saw how close-knit and together the entire junior hockey community both U.S. and Canada came together behind that very incident. No, absolutely. It, it, hockey's a, it's, it's a small world of hockey and and uh, you're right, everybody comes together. I mean, you battle out on the ice, but when, when, it, when it's over, I mean, it's just good people. Good people to play the sport. And that, that was unfortunate. But it wouldn't be hockey without the close-knitness. No, yeah, this is this right. is one sport that I can honestly say, when when you are loved in your community, you are loved for life. 
Six minutes to play. Colonials hanging on to a 5-0 lead. Romita closing in fast. And gets knocked upside the boards by Pelletier. Battle for the puck around the left goal line of the Florida zone. The Blades coming back right with a navy and green. Good play by Parrish. Parrish will get it back into the, the Florida zone. 540. And a change for the Colonials. Again, the premier game tonight between the Colonials and the Florida Junior Blades coming up at 7.45 p.m. Eastern Time. That is the USBHL premier free game of the week on HockeyTV.com. Get your friends to sign up right now for what could be one of the early games of the year in the Florida Division. Are parents that are, able, that are watching from out of town watching their sons if they're not from here, are they able to chime in and, and, and uh, tweet you or whatever you call it? As a matter of fact, I had mentioned it earlier, and I'll do it again, Anchor Nation is the official fan page on Facebook that, you, that they can then talk with us, you know, let us know what's going on. You know, we'll, we'll put up, we'll put up uh, intermission uh, updates up there as well. But Anchor Nation, all one word, on Facebook, as there goes another save by young Mr. Zach Humphrey. We got, a, we got a penalty coming here to the Colonial. Oh, goodness. That's not good. And it's on Robertson. Looks like it's a hook. Nope, holding. Holding, yeah. Holding at 15-17. Not really a great penalty. He wasn't in trouble whatsoever. Just could have kept his feet moving, maybe. He stopped moving his feet and, uh, you know, put the, put the lock hold on him, and now he's two minutes in the sin bin. All right, and this is going to be definitely incumbent on the Cinema Kill team to keep that puck out of the zone. Blades deep on the right side. So we're going to round him back there. Another good, another good D-line stop. There goes the clear. Four and a half for the game. Oh, good hit that time by Alex Regan. Battle around the near side goal line in the Colonial Zone. I'll tell you, we, we see the, the hits have been far and few between, but they've been some good hits. The blocker stopped by Palmer, and now Smojis clears. Four minutes to play. 112 on the Blades, one man. Colonial's five. Blades zip. <coughs> Pump back down ice. The puck goes flying back. Blades have to clear on a potential offside. Here come the Colonials back left in the white, navy and red. They'll clear the zone. Under one on the one man call it 50 seconds. 3.30 to play. Trying to push it back to the right, Jeremy Pelletier. Pelletier now gets it to his teammate, Xavier Legros. Wait, the Legros brothers have been shut down tonight. They have, yeah. Battle for the puck comes all the way to the left goal line. Of the Colonial Zone. Colonial's trying to get oh, it back don't out. Stick, don't stick on Crane. And now, a good tough that time by Hunter Morgan. Two points for him this evening. No, he's the uh, strongest game of the season for Hunter Morgan tonight. He's definitely a difference maker. Ten seconds on the one man. Near side was Holtberg. He got that taken away. That goes out of the zone. Three, two, one. Back to full strength with 2.42 to play. Here come the Blades again. There's a shot. 
shot goes wide right for Holmberg. They battle on the right goal line. Now back coming left. Here comes Hunter Morgan. Uh, Morgan, an assistant captain for the Elites this year for the Colonials. He, along with Alex Regan, with the A designation, the, the captain this year is Jack Martin. And those three men have stepped up to the task well tonight. They sure have. Yeah, they've all had a strong game. I really like the physicality of... Uh-oh, uh speaking oh, of which... Oh, goodness. Well, speaking of the captain, Jack Martin getting it on with E.J. Hallett, and we got a Donnie Brooks. And the referee, the line was like, hey! Unfortunately for Jack Martin, he will have to sit out the next game on this. Yeah, I, I really like to see that where, you know, he just not, not, not throw any punches or do any of that because now he's going to sit and him being the leader of the team and 5 nothing lead, the club, you know, they're going to win this game. Keep that momentum and now, now he's sitting small. I, I, I don't really care for that one. So it's going to be an ejection for fighting. Jack Martin for the Colonials. E.J. Halleck for the Blaze. And we'll mark that at 17.52. And because of, because of the no tolerance policy, not only do you sit the rest of this game, you must sit the next game out. So that's it for the series for both of these guys. Yeah. You're right, you hate to see that happen. But I unfortunately in Jack's case, he didn't start it. No, he didn't. He got thrown to the ice and then the guy obviously wanted a maybe he wanted the hot the hot water for the first shower of the night, so he wanted to get out of there. Who knows what he was thinking? But at the end of the day I guess you gotta defend yourselves. But the, the two linesmen did a good job to uh, get in there and intercept. I don't think there was really any punches connected or anything like that. Thank goodness. The, the way the way Halleck was swinging, I'm like, uh-oh. This don't look good for, for our captain. <laughs> so now, Alex Regan and, and Under Morgan have to be the, be the, the, the point guys the rest of the way. And interesting, just, interesting to see what the referee calls here. The way I saw it is Colonial should probably be on the power play because it was definitely a two-minute instigator. That led to the five-minute fighting for both, I would think, right? Well, it looks like that's what, well, they're putting two up on the Colonial side. Why, I don't know. I, to be quite honest, I would think, well, well look at this. They're going to put two up for the Colonials, but a five-minute major up for the blade. So basically what we're looking at is four on four for the next two minutes and then eight seconds of, of five on four. Correct. Yeah. So this is going to be pretty wide open the next 208, folks. But once again, both E.J. Halleck and Jack Martin have been ejected for fighting. Halleck gets the worst of it because not only did he instigate, he kept going with it. The unfortunate thing is that the Colonials guys got to sit for two because it was a part of it. Yeah, I think what happened there is when the referees did get in and they jumped on both of them, I think the, the Florida player was still throwing punches whereas it looked like Martin kind of held off. 
Or maybe he was just pinned down, couldn't do anything. Either way, five minutes for the Florida player, two minutes for the Colonial player. A minute 38 to play for this one. Shot right at James Palmer. And like I said, he hasn't had to do much, but when he has, he's been solid. Yeah, no, he's had four or five uh, quality saves. The rest of them, though, have been, uh, you know, average saves that, you know, as good a goalie as he's, he's going to make those saves. And, that, and that's attributed to how, how well the uh, Colonial players have collapsed in their own zone, blocking pucks, and uh, the shots that have come in, he pretty much had a clear path of, of the shot coming in also. 90 seconds to go. So again, both players sent off the ice. Puck deep in the Colonial zone on the right side. They're trying to clear it. Now, here, now here's something interesting. Apparently, Jack Martin didn't get the ejection. He just got the 10 minutes. It's Halleck that got the ejection. Yeah, he got it. So I believe he got a 2 and a 10. So with only a couple minutes left, he's gone for the game. That's why they just sent him to the locker room. This is the Duncan final minute. And counting down for another Colonial Elite win. Another good save by James Palmer. The Colonials looking to clear the zone here. Romita on the far side. Look out. He's on the push. It's a 2 on one Romita goes in hard. Oh, just missed on the back side. Brody Smoges just blew a tire right there. Man. 30 seconds to play. Smoges trying to come on the back side. Couldn't do it there. 26 seconds left. Now, remember, we're going to have five on four for about eight seconds. Romita at the right circle. Romita trying to slide in. Oh, boy. Break away, not quite yet. A good, great hit by Alex Reagan. Now five on four. Smoges dumps it in. I think that's going to do it. Two, one, done. Batting down the hatches. It's a colonial winner. A clean sheet for James Palmer. Oh, nice win. That was a nice, uh, Regan uh, on the point had a solid game, and he finished it off with an exclamation point. That was a huge open ice hit. Uh, nice and clean. Uh, played a great game. Hunter Morgan played a great game. Bradley Parrish, a couple of occasions, got back. Luke Paulson kept it simple. Uh, even Lamita, I mean there, I think I just named all 5D. So it's safe to say all 5D had a good game. And uh, when the score is 5 nothing. I guess I can back that up, right? There you go. There we go. Your digital video of Charleston players of the game, both Charleston, Hunter Morgan with two points on the night, a goal and an assist, and I gotta give up, give one up to the clean sheet, the clean sheet man, James Palmer, very solid in goal this yep, season. No, anytime goalie gets a shutout, you gotta throw it in there. I probably, I, I'm going out the same for both teams. That's probably the first shutout in Colonial's history. It indeed is. Yeah, yeah, so good on him. And uh, for me, honorable mention would be, uh, is it Alex Regan's the defenseman? Alex Regan. Yeah, he had a solid game. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's the way I would go with those three. Here is your Patty Anderson photography <laughs> scoring summary. All Colonial, as they say a, a farewell on the elite side. Dominic Ermey at 7.44, the first on a power play. That was a steal and score. 16.42, the first. Seth Kotler, his fifth of the year. 
from Hunter Morgan. Then Hunter Morgan comes back with his third goal of the year on the assist by Ty Crane. That's at 13.42 of the second. Then in the third, Chris Regan is second of the year. He gets it from Dick Thompson. That was on a power play. Ty Crane picks up his first junior goal. That was at 8.45 from Eli Wyland. But the important number, five zip Colonial on the elite side. Their second win of the year. A very special thank you to Carolina Ice Palace. Well, I don't know who picked the three stars, but you and I got two of the three right. Sounds good to me. Sounds good to me. Thank you to the Carolina Ice Palace. Thank you to Hunter Bishop and the Charleston Colonials. And thanks to you, the fans of Anchor Nation, for allowing us to come into your home and do what we do best, and that's bring you Colonial Hockey. Again, your final on the elite side. First shutout in elite program history, 5 nothing. Coming up at 7.45 p.m., it is the USBHL premier free game of the week on Hockey TV, a battle for first in the Florida division as the Colonials take on the Florida Junior Blades. Along with Matt Mons, I'm Alvin Washington. The preceding has been a very special presentation of Hockey TV in addition with the Colonials Media Network. We say good night from Charleston, South Carolina, and take care, everyone. You're checking out Colonials Hockey on Hockey TV.